or elite eye care. First game this season against a Big Ten opponent looms for the Hawkeyes tomorrow night. Iowa set to visit 7th-ranked Penn State. The status of Nick Bolton and Kadarius Toney remain uncertain for the Chiefs as they get ready to host the Bears on Sunday. DraftKings line has the Chiefs by 12.5. Panthers rookie Bryce Young is expected to miss Sunday's game in Seattle with a sprained ankle, so Andy Dalton starts at quarterback. DraftKings line has Seattle by 5.5. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio with amazing slow smoke wings and world famous baby back ribs this is des moines sports station 106.3 kxno hi millery condon welcome back our number two des moines sports station 106.3 kxno uh, bottom of the hour, Tom Kakert on the Hawkeyes. Our picks before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. We've got a, how many games? Seven or eight games to yeah, take Yeah, and you wanted at? to talk about Rutgers-Michigan. I just put What's it on wrong the, with you? Michigan's the number, are they two or three in the country? Sure. Rutgers is unbeaten. We'll save that one, though, in case we have some time at the end. But right now, Bama joins us as we get into the slate of games. Uh, Trent's not happy we put Michigan and Rutgers on the list, Bama. Uh, but Bama so, was more upset than I was. I think he was, actually. Uh, we'll save that for the sneaky, boring game. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of sneaky games. That's my favorite part of this talk. But uh, let's yeah. get into this, Bama. Uh, Trent and I have opined on Iowa and uh, Penn State. Uh, Penn State's better than a two-touchdown favorite. Sounds like there's going to be some weather potentially in that game. Um, your thoughts on Iowa-Penn State? Yeah, this is a tough spot, I think, for Iowa. And it's just offensively. I mean, we keep saying at some point, you know, they've got to break out, they've got to break out. Well, this is probably just what they are. Now, maybe the rain helps them. You know, maybe it slows things down a little bit. You know, know, you're a horse guy, Ken. You know, a muddy track. It did in 09. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, they can't throw. I think Penn State has an advantage of quarterback. So maybe that helps uh, Iowa a little bit. Although McNamara is good, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he's not. But um, two touchdowns might be a bit much. But the problem is, if, if Penn State gets out ahead, you know, how, how's Iowa going to catch up? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the problem. You know, Iowa, we know what Kirk Ferentz is after 20 plus years. So I think this is a tough spot. Um, Penn State, you know, took care of their business last week uh, on the road against Illinois. That. Some people thought that oh, you know that could be a little tricky spot. Turned out not to be. Um, I, I like Penn State in the game. I don't know if I love the the two and a hook is what I'm looking at. Fourteen and a half. Yep. Um, but you know, listen, if it gets out of hand, you know, it's only going to go one way out of hand. But um, I just think I was in a tough spot. This is a game Penn State kind of has to win. I think it's a night game. Um, you know, again in Happy Valley, those are those are tough, tough. It's a whiteout at play. night. Yep. Wide out. Oh, this is the wide out game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's uh, even tougher. Yeah, I, I just like I like Penn State in this one. You know, um, maybe the mud helps them a little bit if it gets if it gets a little rainy or if the weather picks up too bad. Uh, but the Nittany Lions look they're they're the they're the chic pick right now. I think outside of Michigan uh, in the East, and and I think they're a playoff contender. And if you're a playoff contender, it's a game you got to win at home. Uh, Trent, Florida State, and Clemson. I love Florida State. I do, too. I love the talent. They were up 31-10 last week. Let it slip away. It was a little goofy. Travis got banged up. They got the win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look ahead? Yeah. Absolutely. I think so, too. Clemson, look, 
they had the ball inside the red zone how many times against Duke? You play that game a dozen times, they win eight or nine of them. That was one of the three or four that they didn't against the Dukies. Something just stinks with this line. I would be all over Florida State. I'd be over Florida State because of where I think it should be, them favored by four and a half, five. It's still stuck at that two and a half range. And because of that, certainly betting wise, I'm staying away. I think the Tigers, they hang around. They hang around longer than a lot of people think in this one. And we get a good game that comes down to the wire. I hope you're right. It's in that early window. Uh, Let's uh, get Bama's thoughts on this one. Yeah, I think this is a, I think this is a hang around game too. Look, this is, this is a, it's Clemson season. Yep. Okay. For the yep. playoff because they've already lost a game yep. to Duke. Um, it's probably their season, not only for the playoff, but for the ACC championship game. So is there, they're going to come out fighting. Look, they, they're the bully on the block. They've been the bully mm-hmm. for, you know, since I can remember how, well, I mean, not since I can remember, but you know what I mean? For since Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, you know, just keep going down the list. Um, Florida State, they think they are the new bully. And so I think you're going to see them come in and they're going to play uh, like they did against LSU. I think this is just a, it's kind of a battle of wills, kind of a last stance. We got another one of those going on in the SEC, if you will. Um, this is kind of a changing of the guard game. I'm, I've been on Florida State all year. Uh, they were one of my playoff teams or my, you know, I picked them to win the ACC. I'm not going to change it now. Um, looking again, it you know, looks like weather uh, could be a factor here. A little bit of rain, 71. It's rainy, it says right now at, uh, at kickoff. I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I would favor Florida State by more than a field goal, even on the road. Although I do think Clemson's going to come out and give them all they have. I just think Florida State's that much better. Uh, I'm going to go with the Knowles. I'm not going to, going to be a dog fight. Okay. And, and I think you're going to see Clemson put up a big fight to hold on to their crown because they know what's at mm-hmm. stake after that loss to Duke. But all that said, quarterback play, I like Florida State better. I like their front seven better. I like their skill better. Um, coaching is a lot. I love the receivers. You're right. I love the receivers. I, yep. I, I just think they've got more big play potential. Yep. And they can run the ball, too. I mean, and Clemson's running it, too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, schedule-wise, I just think, you know, Florida State's been tested a little bit more, and I, I'm, I'm with Trent. I throw away the game at BC. They had that game in hand, you know. But if, the, if they get sloppy again tomorrow, Clemson's a team that can come back and that will bite them. Yeah, so they're a little bit better than Boston College. Yeah. A little bit better than Boston College. But I'm going to take Florida State. I've been on them all year. They're my pick to win the ACC and go to the playoff. I'm not going to change that now. Trent, Old Miss in Alabama. I am so intrigued just by this game. I mean, the <laughs> Ole Miss pop- is what? not the only one. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half? It, it's six and a half. It's been bouncing around. It's been right around that touchdown number. I want to take Old Miss. I love the running game. I love the way that this team has played. The backdoor cover last week against Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Lane doing his thing and helping out his boosters late in that football game. But I go back to the memories of, get your popcorn ready. And then they That's fall on their right. face. How many years ago was the get your popcorn ready? A year or two ago. What does and, it have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he he loves to needle Saban. He yeah. loves to go after him, but he hasn't been able to figure him out. If this not is, now, when, Trent? Right. This is the time, but yeah. I guess this is Alabama's last in. I'll stick with the Crimson Tide here, but if this thing goes awry... We're talking about, well, what was it? Castles Crumbling. That was the Taylor Swift song that he tweeted out late earlier this week. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Castles Crumbling if they go down to Ole Miss. Oh, man. Bama, your thoughts on this when you're back? Well, yeah, you got to love Lane Kiffin because he knows exactly what he's doing. Listen, and, and there is a 
tremendous amount of respect uh, for Nick Saban from Lane Kiffin. Saban saved his career. There's no question mm-hmm. after the USC yep. firing. Yep. Lane kind of gave, kind of brought Nick into the the modern era with the offenses and everything. And, and you know, the, that, that offense in 2020 was the best that they've ever had, I think, with Harris and Devontae Smith and a lot of other folks. I mean, it was just, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it was a COVID year, and I get all that. But, I mean, he brought Nick Saban into modern football. Listen, Lane knows right now that he's got a quarter. He's got the better quarterback. Yeah. And I think that's just the difference in the game. This is a reputation line. How long has Dart been there, by the way? Uh, this is at least his second is year. It, it might okay. be his third. Yeah. I can't remember if he came in at the end of uh, of 21 or not. But, he's. I mean, listen, he knows the offense. And he, he's the kind of quarterback that drives out a little bit of crazy. He can make enough plays with his legs if it breaks down. Um, he's more athletic than you think. He can throw the ball. He's got weapons. Um, I mean, listen, I, everything you have says, you know, kind of what we were talking about with Clemson. This is kind of the last stand. And even though Alabama lost the West last year to, to LSU, is, and I don't, I'm not saying that, Miss, that Ole Miss is going to be the new king of the West. I just think they're going to start seeing a rotating – you know, group with with maybe with Ole Miss and Alabama and LSU, LSU yeah. and A and M if they figure it out. But I, listen, I can't take Alabama not off of what I saw last week. And I know Milrow didn't play, and he's better. He should be the starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was more of a disciplinary thing last week more than anything else, uh, and it really almost bit them. Yep. But are they better than Texas? I don't. I don't think so. But I just. Off of what I've seen, I can't go with Alabama covering the six and a half. Now, maybe they will. Maybe they'll figure something out. And, you know, we all know Milrow throws the deep ball. Lane's not great on defense. But this is a I, – I tell you what I like better than anything. I like the over. The over sitting at 55 and a half. I really like that because I think this game is going to go up and down. But I can't I, – I, I can't – I almost can't take Alabama to win the game. But, again, last stand um, – Man, I, I I just I can't pick it. I just can't pick the winner. But I do like Mississippi in the in the six and a half points. I, I'm definitely grabbing them uh, because I think Dart is that good. He's going to give out. He's going to give that defense some problems. And I think uh, Ole Miss's defense is just good enough to get after Milrow if he has to. And listen, it's one read and run basically is what it boils down to. Yeah. For Milrow, uh, unless he's fixed a lot. Well, of they got a running back. That Williams has. kid can play. Saban's found his running. Roydell Williams. Yeah. yeah, he he has found his running. That's a very good point. Uh, it's just can can they not be stupid? Can they not have false starts? Can they not have um, you know special teams touchdowns called back for penalties and points off the board that kind of thing? But uh, listen, there's a lot of nervous energy. They w- Alabama would love to be playing just about anybody except Lane Kiffin tomorrow <laughs> with the state of this program. They'd rather play A and M. They take LSU. They you know anybody else in the they don't want Lane Kiffin tomorrow because I think. Uh, Listen, he's got something, and he knows it. But this is this is the most intriguing game of the day for me tomorrow by mm-hmm. far. I just don't know which way it's going to go. But betting-wise, I'm taking the points for, from Ole Miss. Now, I thought that one of the uh, talking points we'd have all week long, quite honestly, would be the build-up to Colorado and Oregon, especially after Lanning was asked about the Colorado's departure to the Big 12. And he said, basically, well, what have they ever done? Who's going to miss them? Um, well, that's a good point. And and how many times have we? It's true, right? But it's you know, true, Dion, right? the first three weeks of this, it's personal. What is it? It's personal. Right. Uh, he hasn't said a word, not a uh-huh. peep. Uh, 
this week. Trent, that tells me Dion thinks he's walking into a hornet's nest. You know, and yet I have been one of the people that has not believed in this Colorado team, and because of that, it's a lot of points. Yeah, their offensive line stinks. It's up to, what did Mike say? Palm say 22 now? Yeah. Yeah, it's over three touchdowns. North Jesus. of three touchdowns in a offense yeah. that still moved the ball. They will give up a ton of points, but boy, that's a lot of points to play with here. Couldn't you see this thing like, I don't know, 56-42, something like that? <laughs> that's a comfortable cover. Uh, it, it, it would be, and yeah. it'd be inside that number. I All the issues defensively, the issues on the offensive line for Colorado, yet I can't bet against them, at least in this spot. I'm going to grab the points this weekend at the very least, and mm-hmm. it's going to be fun, intriguing, fast-paced game. Let's hope for that. Let's First one to 50 wins. <laughs> you could be right. Well, uh, we you make s- it that in the third quarter. It's true. You see it that way, Bama? High scoring? Yeah, I do. Um, I see it. Listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to take Oregon to cover. I'm, but I'm staying away from this on a, as, in terms of betting. Um, it, I think the number's probably right about where it needs to be. Uh, and and I think the big reason is if if any Travis Hunter is Shador Sanders, you know, safety blanket, mm-hmm. if you will. It's, he's he's Travis Kelsey to Pat Mahomes. He's that important. When things break down, when he really needs to play, that's who he goes to. He's not going to have him. And, oh, by the way, he's also your best cover guy against a team that's yeah. going to put it up a bunch tomorrow. Right. Um, Bo Nix is playing, you know, kind of out of his mind, uh, which you know, this is finally the Bo Nix that we wanted to see, that we thought was there. Um, mm-hmm. Again, hasn't been murderous row. I give him a lot of credit. I think that win at Texas Tech was really – I think it was a good win on the road. Yep. Um, but I just – I'm staying away from this in terms of the, the, the over-under is 70. I would lean the over because I think Colorado can put up some points. And I don't think if Oregon cares if they put up points because I think Oregon's going to put up – they're going to at least be in the 40s, I think. Um, if it gets out of hand, I think it's going to go it's going to go Oregon's way. Sanders is going to make enough plays to keep them in. But, you know, if you mentioned the offensive line. Oregon's defense is better than you think it is. And I think they're going to harass him a little bit. And you're right. Is is Dion kind of laying in wait? Does he know something, or does he know that he's going and that he's got trouble? And that's yeah. just what you don't really know from him because normally he's not afraid to speak no. his mind. Which like is why it jumped up. Said, right, and he hasn't said a word about this. And this place is a really, really tough place to play. Okay, I mean, you know, I know they went to Fort Worth week one. I get that. But they've had two home games, and Colorado State kind of beat them up last week, guys. Not only Hunter, mm-hmm. but. There's some other kids that, that, I mean, that was a really, really physical game. And I just think it's an awful lot to ask them to come back. So I, I love Oregon, obviously, on the money line uh, or to win this game. But I'm staying away from it just because, like you said, 56-40, to 56-38, you know, that's 18. You could kind of see a backdoor uh, cover there. But you could also see just it getting out of hand and, you know, 63-21, to 21, something like that. But... I think Colorado's run comes to an end tomorrow in a really, really, really tough place to play. Oregon State, Washington State. Trent, I love this game uh, just because I feel bad for the fast bases sure. as much as anything. This was Mike Palm's play today. He loves Washington State and the points in this one. How about you? Yeah, I don't have a feel. I mean, it's two contrasting styles, two solid quarterbacks. Oregon State, more on the ground. Washington State, more through the air. I just don't have a read on it. This is definitely one. Sit out, watch it, hope for the best for both programs, and ultimately at the end, whoever wins it hopefully wins the Pac-12 this year. All right, Bama, uh, you're going to watch this game at all? 
This is be the one I'm on after the Alabama game at two thirty. I'm I I love this one. Listen, if there's a just world, these two are playing for the Pac-12 championship. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my gosh, I'd love it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to happen. No, the girl don't always uh, get the boy here in the real world. (laughs) You're right. I just think this is one of. I like that. That's a country tune. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I just think that I, I love the fact this game is on Fox. Okay. Yeah. Because for all the crap that the Pac-12 went through, they couldn't get a TV deal. So now what are you getting? You're getting <laughs> yeah. Oregon State and Washington State on Fox. And by the way, I think you have three top 25 matchups tomorrow. And they're going out the of business. Pac- and they're going out of business because their stupid commissioner couldn't get them a TV deal. And if that guy ever gets another job, uh. you know, packing groceries at Walmart, he's not qualified for that. What an idiot. Anyway, that's a story for another day. I, I I'm kind of I'm going along the same way. It sounds like I'm straddling on the fence. I don't have a feel for this game. I really haven't watched either quarterback uh, enough. I know both of them are good. I haven't seen either team really play uh, a lot this year. Um, you got to like Washington State's win over Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the one I um, saw. Yeah. Yeah. What is you know Oregon State? You know, I mean they really DJ didn't really impress um, at Clemson, and he's still you know. Six touchdowns, two picks. He's not really lighting it up, but they got a running game, and that, and that travels. Um, I'm looking at the weather. It says 70 and clear, perfect uh, up there in the Palouse. But um, Oregon State, the betting favorite by three. I, I'm staying away from this. I just want this to be an entertaining game. I want this to be a showpiece for what I hope are two of the new, you know, 12 members of the new Pac-12 when if we could ever get a merger with the, the Mountain West. But I just think this is kind of justice that Fox is going to televise Oregon State and Washington State <laughs> yeah. in prime time. I mean, how much – and, again, if we have any – if there's a – if it's a fair world, which it's not, these two will make, be playing for the Pac-12 championship, but that's likely not to happen. So let's enjoy it tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, it's not on the Pac-12 network. It's on Big Fox. Trent, uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame. So we talked about this a little bit earlier for people just joining us in the second hour. Right away, I was Notre Dame. I love Hartman. I love the way that the Lions have played. They can run the football. They got playmakers defensively. They have the best quarterback in this game for the first time ever between these two teams when they face off. Yet, the more that I dug into the numbers, I think this Ohio State defense might be real. Jim Knowles, second year as a defensive coordinator. You saw the leap Oklahoma State made. Everywhere that he has been, they made big leaps. And the more that I've dug in and the teams that they've played, I'm liking the Buckeye side a little bit more. Ultimately, because of that, I'm probably going to sit it out betting-wise. But mm-hmm. if I had to make a pit, I would ultimately be on Ohio State this week. Mm. How about you, Bama? Oh, man, I couldn't be more opposite of this. I love Notre Dame in this game. Um, listen, Sam Hartman is by far the most impactful portal player. Try to say that uh, mm. three times. Uh, I think he is Michael Penix mm. from last year. He is mm-hmm. the difference maker to that team. I mean, 13 touchdowns, no picks, uh, some pretty good wins. You know, the win over Navy. I mean, not murderer's row, let's face it, okay? They started off with Navy over in Ireland and Tennessee State. That win at North Carolina State I thought was really good. That kind of, I think, exercised a lot of demons for him. Everybody talked about, well, he's never been able to beat North Carolina State. I didn't think that was a factor because of what he's got around him. Um, I, I just, I love Notre Dame in this game and in this situation. Look, McCord, is, this, is, this is it for him, okay? You want to take over for Stroud. You want to take over for Justin Fields. These are the kind of games that those guys will go out and win for you. 
so he's got to go out and on the road in a tough environment, uh, beat a top 10 team. I think a legit top 10 team. I think Ohio State might be a bit overrated. The good news for McCord is he's got the best player on the field in his, wearing his colors, and that's Marvin Harrison Jr. He is going to have to be the best player on the field tomorrow. He's going to have to have one of those, you know, 10 catches, 180-yard, two- to three-touchdown type games, I think, for them to get out of South Bend with a win. I just, I just really do like what Notre Dame has done, and I think Sam Hartman is the difference. Um, if this game were in Columbus, I might feel a little bit different, but I think this, they're going to be so jacked tomorrow. This, this, is, this is the transition game from Brian Kelly now to Marcus Freeman. Okay, He suffered a little bit last year. We all remember the Marshall game and, and everything that went down there and kind of where he's been able to hold that team together. He went into the portal. He got the best player available in the transfer portal, period, outside of the two that were going to go to Colorado with Dion, no matter what. Um, I think this was – I think he got him. I think he's made the difference. Uh, they look like a playoff team to me, uh, the, the team that's – I didn't pick them at the beginning of the year, but I'd love Notre Dame in this situation. I will grab these three points all day. I like them to win outright tomorrow night. Texas Baylor, Trent. I think you know where I'm going here. It's Baylor's last stand. Yeah, Should have beat Utah, could have beat Utah, <laughs> didn't beat Utah. A lot of those this week. <laughs> Absolutely. And because of that, definitely grabbing the points here, and we'll see. Might be not only ripping up that ticket afterwards, <laughs> a few other tickets as I have some futures with the Bears. Uh, Bama, got one minute on this one. Bama, your thoughts? Yeah, I, it's hard for me to go against Texas. I understand the whole last stand thing. Uh, I don't know about the spread. I, I would probably take the points because I think I think they're going to play hard. Um you know, they always do. But listen, I, I just I think Texas is that talented. Everybody, you know, pointing to how they struggled against Wyoming last week, you know, in the first half. I think that was a complete hangover from that Alabama game. I mean, they put everything they had mm, to go to the, yeah. go to Tuscaloosa and win. Um and I think it took them a half to get going. I think they're gonna come out tomorrow. I know it's a in Waco. I love them to win the game. I can't see I can't see Baylor making a, a stand here. I don't know again about the line. I could see Texas covering it. I'm staying away from this on a betting standpoint. But listen, I don't think Baylor. Unfortunately, they're going to go to one and three tomorrow. I just I love Texas. They were another one of my playoff picks. I'm not going against them now. They won in Tuscaloosa. I think they can win in Waco, and I think they're going to. They got the most talent, and Ewers is playing out of his mind so far this year, and I think that continues tomorrow. Uh, anybody got an opinion on UCLA Utah? Maybe lean the points, but yeah. Dante Moore on the road as a true that's, freshman. That's the question, right? Walking into that yeah. Hornets yeah. nest, that's scary. Yeah, Kelly Whittingham, pretty good coaching matchup yeah. in that one. Um, what's your sneaky good game of the week, Trent Condon? Well, it's a team we talked about earlier. My pick to win the Sun Belt, Appalachian State, mm. goes all the way across the country to Laramie. We saw them, obviously, Wyoming pull off the upside. Wow. When's that game? Hang out. That is a 6 o'clock game on CBS Sports Network. 221 There's on your direct so TV. many games. There it is right there. Sneaky good, though. It is. I'm with wow. you. Wow. That's a good one. Uh, so, so, so they're taking that one boon to Laramie direct flight. Huh? Right. <laughs> Holy oh mackerel. Talk about outpost to outpost. Wow. Yeah. Good game, though. It Very is. I thing. like it. That's a sneaky good, good game. Good Trent right there. It is. Uh, yours, Bama? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go early. I'm going to go 11 a.m. ACC Network. It's an interstate game. You don't think of it as interstate because it's a service academy, but I'm going to take Army. Army Syracuse. Syracuse. 
Yeah, I mean, Army went into tennis, uh, into San Antonio. They're last pretty week and good. Off the road runners, yes. not bad, and they throw the ball better. Syracuse is sitting there at three and zero. I mean, the line is Syracuse minus thirteen. I think it's got a chance to be a little closer than that uh, tomorrow. And again, it's, they're two hundred miles apart. You don't think of it as an interstate game because Army is more of a national program, obviously the way they recruit. I think it's got a chance to be good. I'm intrigued mm. by this one in the early window. I like it. I'm going to go much B- more so than Rutgers, Michigan. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to go BYU and Kansas. I like this Kansas team. I, I like, like the fact. Yeah, I'll get eyeballs on it because they're both on Iowa State's upcoming schedule. So we'll get a peek at that one. Bama will recap it on Monday. Thank you, Bama Bob. Enjoy the weekend. You as well, guys. Can't wait. Yep, good to talk to you, Bama Bob. As we go around college football, we preview on Friday and we recap at 12.05 on Monday. Tom Cakert is next. HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media, Iowa, Penn State conversation. When we come back on Des Moines Sports Station 106.1800 bets off. Joined by Dr. Heidi Bell with Elite Eye Care. It's football season. Concussions always a big topic. This year, two to three million sports-related concussions will occur, and about half of those go on reported, two out of every 10 high school students will suffer a concussion. The most important part is following through with your doctor, but the recommendations are different than they used to be. At Elite Eye Care, we can diagnose and treat the post-concussion visual symptoms that typically exist. That's Dr. Heidi Bell with Elite Eye Care, with locations in Waukee, to in Ankeny, and the newest location in Norwalk. To me, from the Urology Center of Iowa. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call. First sounded so good. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football-watching weekend after your vasectomy. State agent with the Misty Solwich Home Selling Team. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Just preparing Tom Caker to hear this song about 6,000 times tomorrow night. <laughs> I don't know, Trent. Oh, they'll play it. Oh, I know they're going to play it. When Iowa was pulling away, yep. they still were playing it. Not as much fan interest in the fourth quarter back in the last whiteout when the Hawkeyes made their way out there. Yeah, that's for sure. This one, we'll see if it's going to be different. Look, Illinois handed them that game last week, you know. Oh, yes. And five turnovers. Altmeyer running for his life, no, throwing, and throwing pick decision. after pick after pick. Cade McNamara's not going to do that. Is no, he? he can't do that, Trent. That's, that's the true. answer. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com joins us. Tom, what are we what are we expecting tomorrow night? Point spread says it's going to be a relatively one sided football game. I, I don't see it that way. Um, not saying I was going to win. Won't fall off my chair if they do. Um, but uh, what? I guess what are you kind of preparing for? Boy, good question. And I would have to say, um, you know, I just, you know, I'd looked at team total and it's like 11 or 12 for Iowa. They just don't think I was going to score much, many points. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, the weather may dictate a lot. And, you know, you guys were talking about the 09 game and shaped up just like that. I mean, yep. it's just rain from some tropical depression <laughs> decided to uh, appear out of nowhere in the last five days. And um, everything I've seen is it's just going to be pouring uh, the intent. And wind, too, you know, 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds, um, that's a great equalizer for um, for Iowa, at least, because, you know, sloppy track and kind of limit what you can do, make it, uh, you know, kind of trench warfare, and you never know. Put a ball on the ground, pick six, block punt, what have you, um, all of a sudden you, you, you've got a ball game. So I think it could be close. I picked... 27 to 13, but I'm not sure they're going to score that many. Either team's going to score that many points. I was 24-13, so very similar. Mm, yeah. And just covering that number. It's Iowa's going to have to score. How are they going to do it? A whole lot of Williams, obviously, running the football, and that's where you can get this Penn State defense. It's not on the edges. Their cornerback duo is as good as anybody in college football. Their edge rushers as good as anybody in football. you got to run it up the gut. Some counters, some isos, some powers, and a whole lot of Williams. Outside of Williams, though, who else is going to run the football for the Hawks? Mm. Kamari Moulton, uh, Terrell Washington. Uh, I think those are going to be the guys that I wonder if they'll try to mix in a little bit of Caleb Brown on some of those you know, jet, jet sweeps kind of yep, yep. and get him get him involved some way. You know, he was a running back in, in high school, so, uh, you know, do you throw him back there for just to run the ball a little bit? Maybe. Um, you know, I don't think we're we're not going to see Jazz or um, LeSean. Uh, but what I expect to see from Penn State is stacking the box up. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna take their chances and just put their because they've got really as Trent said they've got really good corners. You know, Kalen King's right there with Cooper DeGene as one of the best corners in the Big Ten and. And uh, they'll just be happy to put those guys on an island. And, you know, if Iowa beats them, Iowa beats them that way and just lock those safeties down, make it impossible to run the football for Iowa and um, and go with it that way. What's uh, How are uh, teams, I guess, scheming for Deontay Craig? Because where I'm going here, Tom, is what we saw last yeah. year. I just thought I said, no, we'd see a He's been big. Quiet. He has, hasn't he? And that big step that I think a lot of us were expecting to see. Uh, haven't seen it yet. Not saying we won't, but it hasn't been there yet. Are they doing something different? That, that's uh, you know, I was looking for that in the last game a little bit, watching watching the, the the replay of it, and I just don't see a ton of things. It's just it's um, you know, he and Aaron Graves is another one that's been pretty quiet, oh, yes. and I thought he'd have a big year. Uh, Y.A. Black is, is having a really good season. Uh, you've seen him pop mm-hmm. a little bit, but Graves and, and Craig just haven't elevated the way I thought they would. I had, you know, Craig in my preseason, uh, you know, kind of bold predictions. I had him mm-hmm. in double figures and sacks, and he's got one. Now he can get there fairly quickly, you know, just a couple sacks a game yeah. uh, for, for a couple of weeks. And, and all of a sudden you're back on track, but right now he's just, he's been pretty quiet. Joe Evans is really the only guy that's gotten any consistent pressure and maybe, you know, Ethan Herkett a little bit has gotten some pressure, but that, that's that been about it. They've been, 
the pressure, creating pressure, um, has been relatively quiet, in my opinion, for Iowa. Really has. When Iowa wins games out there, they do it with defense and special teams. Yeah. I believe that Iowa does have a significant advantage there. The return game, that is a huge yep. component. Obviously, what Iowa does with Tory Taylor pinning teams deep. I mean, those hidden yardage totals. I, I heard a number earlier this week how Iowa dominated again last week. I wish I could get my hands on those. I don't know with you guys what you have with Pro Football Focus if you ever see those hidden yards. But if Iowa wins this yeah. game... Probably going to take, what, a Cooper DeGene, either pick six or a punt return, a scoop and score. Going to have to do it that way, right? You have, you have listened to my, uh, <laughs> to my what's Iowa's path to victory, and that's pretty much it. Right? Uh-huh. Maybe a, an, Ontario Thompson turning into Adrian Claiborne, yeah. um, you know, something like that. But Tory Taylor is going to be a huge factor in this game because he can flip the field and – if he has a good day and makes them drive the ball, uh, I think it's big. The other thing to watch, I think, is can Iowa stop the run? Because, you know, uh, Allen and and uh, um, Singleton are just so good, mm-hmm. and they're due to bust out. Uh, they haven't really busted out completely, but Iowa has given up some yardage in the in the ground game this year, and they've given up some big plays, too, so... I think that's that's something to watch because if Penn State can just run the ball, um, they're going to do that and just you know. But can Iowa Phil, can Phil Parker bait Drew R into mistakes? I think there's a possibility that's on the table too because um, you know Alar has not thrown an interception yet. Mm-hmm. But we've seen a lot of young quarterbacks over the years get mystified by what Phil, Phil Parker does. Yes, so. Indeed, we have. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe this is a DeGene game or a Harris or one of the uh, one of those guys back in the second. Schulte, any of them. Uh, just one of them. Wampa. Wampa, right. Yeah. Step up. Um, we did not see Cade McNamara's name listed on the availability report last week, which was great to see. Um, and I, I'm guessing he's had another good week, Tom? Yeah, I think he's doing okay. Although, you know, on that one scramble, you saw him just, uh, there was a little hitch in the giddy-up, wasn't there? And he had that one scramble out of the pocket for a first down. It was just like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing that, but uh, I did it. And, uh, um, you know, the, here's the thing with Cade this week. He's gone in there and won in Happy Valley. Um, uh-huh. You know, they, he, was, he was the quarterback for Michigan when they went. Yeah, they won convincingly, right? Or was it? Yeah, and all and with the Eric touchdown Hall late. Big, uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, Eric all had a huge touchdown late in the game. So uh, that's you know, I, I think there's something to that. You know that you have that confidence that you can go into a place and, and win. But Iowa's going to have to play mistake-free football. He can't throw. He can't make those throws like he did at the end of the half. Throw an interception there. He's got to. You got to just get as many points as you can when you can get them, and just if it's settling for a Drew Stevens field goal, you got to just do that. Tom, we are facing each other this week in the Bet Rivers College Football oh. Betting Contest. You're leaving the state. You got your bets in. You want to relay to <laughs> or just, the listeners, not for me, what you're putting out there this week. I I, I do have them in. Um, you know, I'm on the. Uh, when that that Notre Dame line went to three and a half, I hopped in. You did. I, I did. I hopped in on the on the Irish. Um, 
I'm on uh, I'm on the Ducks too. I think uh, I think the Neon Dion thing comes to a close. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a harsh reality sets in this weekend without without Travis Hunter and uh, facing a legitimate team. Boy, I think they're gonna. I think Watson's gonna treat them uh, not very well. Uh, so. Those were a couple that I've got in there. Well, and it's not personal this week because Dion's been very, very quiet yes. after lipping off for the first three and being able I to back it up. I think, <laughs> I think, I think so he too. knows what's coming. I think he does, too. I think too. he knows what's coming. Yeah. Uh, when are you Dan leaving? Landing knows, too, because Dan Lanning talks some trash. Yes, too, he did. So. When, uh, yeah, when he was asked about it prior to the season, well, when do you think of Colorado leaving? Um, when do you leave, Tom? How do you get out there and when yeah, will you get out there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving in a couple hours, uh, Chicago to Harrisburg, and then uh, driving up from uh, Harrisburg to State College tomorrow. So that'll be a uh, be a long day, long day, long night. Yeah, and there's probably. Uh, and when do you get back on Sunday? Decent uh, early, time? Fl- early flight. Jeez. Yeah, I, I always stay. There's a there's a Fairfield Inn. Uh, if anybody ever goes to State College and you can't stay in State College, no, can't too, afford it. Yeah, too expensive. You have to be a multimillionaire to stay in State College, I think, uh, or Trent Condon. You know, <laughs> right, yeah. Trent Condon money. Um, but um, there's a Fairfield Inn right at the airport in Harrisburg, so it's just literally walk across the street and you're in the airport. Nice. So that's where I stay. Safe trip. To, uh, we will talk with you next week. Thank you very much, Tom Kicker. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Tom Kaker at com, part of On3 Media. Uh, Hawkeye fans, if you want to win tickets to the Michigan State game, um, up on the Miller and Condon Twitter account, and it's been there since yesterday. One of the reasons uh, to follow the uh, account is you get a little advance notice. Uh, simply go to uh, the account. Um, it's totally yards. Based on tomorrow's Penn State-Iowa game, it's closest without going over. Now, be very careful because if the number that you choose has already been taken, uh, whoever gets that number first, they own that number. It's closest without going over. Total yards, Penn State-Iowa combined. You have to use the hashtag uh, Fuller Dental, hashtag Fuller Dental for you to be eligible. You can see the rules. Somebody is going to win tickets to next Saturday night's Michigan game. Doc Fuller's given his tickets to every one of the games, but if you go to the Miller, at Miller and Condon on Twitter, at Miller and Condon on Twitter, you'll see all the details. The contest closes at a kickoff tomorrow night. One entry per person. Whoever gets the number first owns it. Our picks coming up next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. And feel free. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-8-Your-Wallet. Trent Condon back with you. Are you a DIY landlord? Then you probably don't have much free time. Between finding tenants, filling out tax forms, repairing drywall, and answering calls about runny faucets and leaky toilets, you're not free to do much of anything. That's why you need Renner's Warehouse. When our professional landlords go to work for you, you're suddenly free to do a lot of things. Free to get a good night's sleep. Free to have dinner with your family every night. Free to take a vacation. And free to be so efficient managing one property, you're free to acquire even more. And one step closer to financial freedom. Go to renterswarehouse.com today 
to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-4429. That's 528-4429. And feel free to remember this rhyme. DIY is no way to be. Call Renner's Warehouse. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515 225 8866 for a free estimate or go online at wolfproofing 100 bets off Man, our equipment is just dirty. Well, you need to call Washer Systems of Iowa. Dang, man, I'm freezing. We need some heat in here. Washer Systems of Iowa's got heaters. This floor is a mess. Washer Systems of Iowa is Central Iowa's commercial cleaning equipment experts. Featuring Mighty M pressure washers, factory cat floor scrubbers, and energy logic waste oil furnaces. All the equipment that you'll need to keep your equipment clean and your shop nice and warm. Stop by the showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, an exclusive dealer of Mighty M commercial cleaning equipment. Online at washersystems.com. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Time for our weekly picks. Do we have the standings, Trent? We do. Updated standings after we kiss each other's sisters five and five the first two weeks. Somebody mm-hmm. went undefeated last week. Mm. The other mm-hmm. went two and three. Yeah, bad week. Wait, wait a second. I was five and oh? You were five and oh. Look at you. All cocky, <laughs> strutting around over there. Yeah, I can't say this very many times. Uh, Enjoy it. I'd like to get to October in front of this three contest. Game lead. I am leading, though, our best bets. I'm 2-1, and one, you're 1-2. and two. Yeah, but it's all about the big prize. Oh, trend. that's what it is this, this year. This year, yeah. <laughs> all right, so I go first. Let's get into it. I'll start in the NFL. I don't like the slate of games. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Nothing really jumped off the page at me with uh, maybe one exception college football. I'm going to take Denver. I like the Broncos. I'm not sure they're going to beat Miami. I do think that they have to play well one of these weeks. Uh, Tyreek Hill versus Patrick, Patrick Sertan. That's going to be appointment TV. Uh, but I think the Broncos keep it snug. I'll take the six and a half. Cleveland and Tennessee. Cleveland's defense is absolutely legit. They are so damn good. I'll lay the three and a half, take the Brownies. To the college game, Maryland is the game maybe I like the best, although it's not my best bet. Maybe it should be. Maryland, uh, Michigan State's just terrible. Maryland can throw it around to his younger brother. It's pretty damn good. I like Florida State. I'll lay the two at Clemson, Florida State, with a chance to really take a stranglehold uh, of that ACC. And my best bet of the week, I am all over Old Miss. Give me Old Miss. I'll uh, end the seven points against Alabama. I think the pupil beats the teacher. Lane Kiffin and Old Miss, my best bet of the week. All right, for me, we go to Texas for both of my college games this week. I've been on this thing all week long. Sam Houston State is atrocious to watch. So is Houston. Take the points mm-hmm. in one of the best defenses in the country. That's right. Sam Houston State, give me the 12. And Sam Houston, the Bearcats with a K. And we stay there. It's my last stand with the Baylor Bears. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I have to do it. I'm going to take Baylor plus the 15. Likely the last time Texas ever 
will play in Waco. This is going to be an emotional game. Give me Baylor plus the 15. We go to the NFL pick number one. This is scary, but I am right with you with the Cleveland Browns. Tannehill, he has got some big-time issues. I'm going to take Cleveland and lay the three in that one. Continuing. It's three? Okay, three for me too, please. Yeah. Hey, well, and wherever you had it. What did you have it at? Three and a half. Three and a half. All right, well, we'll find a price there. Cleveland, though, I believe the right side. Something smells with the battle of the Colts and the former Colts. What's going on here? Richardson is out. He is out. And because of that, I guess I'm going to relent and go away. But boy, that was one that I had circled with Baltimore in Indianapolis. Instead, I am going to go with a another young quarterback. Give me the Packers. Why are they only laying one at home? Lambeau debut. I just, I, I'm struggling to see this one. I know it's a public play, but I'm jumping on Green Bay and going to lay the one. My best bet of the week comes in the NFL, and it is the Pittsburgh Steelers getting two and a half. I couldn't believe the line. In Vegas. Yes. It stinks. I don't care. Give me the Steel Curtain. Allegiant Stadium is going to be full of Steeler fans. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, how many games do the Cubs win uh, against the Rockies this week? They have to take two out of three. They better sweep. Joe Stacy and company have football Friday night at 6. You are? Johnston hosting Waukee, 96.9 The Bull. All right, that's going to do it. Murph and Andy coming up next. The Drive with Heather and Sean, 3 to 6. Monday will start at 6 a.m. with the Morning Rush. Miller and Condon, 11 to 1. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.